Great, we're live. So welcome everybody to our Horizon Weekly Insider number 132nd. Today is Monday, April 18th of 2022. We are live as usual on Discord and YouTube and thank you for joining us. So please be aware that as usual we are recording this call and you can check it out later in our Horizon podcast. Also please remember to ask your questions from team and Minty. We're going to be providing here the link so you can ask your questions and we can answer the three at the end. So this time it's going to be me providing the engineering updates. Team in, in Italy is in office today. Um, so let's see. Uh, regarding Sendu, this week we are going to see the scheduled hard fork activation on Magnet, which is a very important event. In particular, the hard fork is going to happen April 19th. It's pretty scheduled and also detailed on our blog post. So you can also make sure to check it out, any details in there. Uh, for this reason, in the past few days, we have kept reminding all the pool operators and performing different rounds of notifications to all of them uh, regarding the server compatibility, in addition to the upgrade of the same. Uh, once again, we would like to thank all the partners for the continued support as well as for the team uh, that is. Uh, Always an ongoing effort to keep uh, everyone updated with the latest information. Um, on the SDK side, we almost finalized the analysis of the PC commands to support the compatibility with the Ethereum ecosystem in terms of tools, wallets, explorers, and more. This is a very important investigation for our EVM uh, switching project because it requires before proceeding uh, with the next activities. So, apart from this, we are also finalizing the development of the Sitechain's custom data rebootstrapping feature. So, the internal code review is going to start pretty soon. As well, another development near completion is the one related to the enhancements to the sidechain nodes in terms of synchronization, where the test phase is almost done. And then, for what concerns the research on one hand, we are looking at the mempool and forger logic to allow the possibility to choose the most profitable strategy. And on the other hand, we are also looking at the UTX of processing and an improved transaction creation mechanism. So last but not the least, for what the proving system, we have updated the implementation of the TDLog accumulator modeling by addressing the changes requested during the first round of core review taking advantage of the recently introduced interface for accumulators. And furthermore, we have completed the development and the benchmarking of the optimizations for the polycommit verifier gadget. Eventually, these optimizations we introduced will allow to cut about 40k constraints for the gadget when employed for Molly proofs. So that's it. It's engineering. And I'll pass the word now to Van to give us the video updates. Happy Monday, everyone. Uh, so Zen has been listed at flip.me ME exchange, which is a professional tool for instant crypto trading. It is an accountless multi-coin exchange, which sources liquidity from the largest exchanges and offers easy to use interface to retail users. And they also run Zen full nodes in terms of providing full integration. So happy to welcome flip.me me exchange in our community and back to you Angie that's all from me thank you Rana next we have Eric to promote the marketing updates 
Hey everyone, happy Monday. So today the marketing team is back in office after a few days over in Paris for Paris Blockchain Week. The conference was amazing. We had a really great turnout. Uh, we met so many people in the space, found out more about what others are doing, and came back with uh, quite a few people interested in learning more about Horizon and ways that we could potentially partner. Uh, we also were able to meet several of our community members, including Xaver, who is currently in uh, chat right now. It was amazing to meet him, as well as other members of the community while we were there. Uh, this week, we'll be releasing the Q1 update uh, to our blog, so be sure to look out for that. And uh, that's it for us. Back to you, Angie. Thank you, Erica. All right, let's continue with Rosario for the private thing in the States. I don't think I can hear you. Sorry. She's uh, trying to work out a connectivity issue, calling in on her phone. Okay. Um, right. So maybe we can uh, go ahead with you, if that's okay with you, for the leadership updates, and maybe then we can... Yeah, of course. No problem. And then, uh, so afterwards, Rosario can chime in, or uh, John, if anyone else on the product side wants to give any updates, please feel free. Um, I'll just dive in. So guys, uh, so so ironic, uh, yeah, Paper Street Capital. I, I'm looking at you here in the chat, chat there, and I know you've been a little upset about um, pretty poor connectivity issues, and here we are with a lot of connectivity issues still on the Weekly Insider. So we need to fix that. Uh, we can't have this uh, every week, and you know, if we are gonna have issues, we do need to think about the tempo that we wanna do these things with the community. They should be high quality. Now, um, let's see, so, the thing that I wanted to talk about today, guys, I'm not just going to repeat the same list of deliveries that you guys hear about every week. Um, you know what's in the hopper. Uh, if you don't, uh, you can kind of go back and you know, towards the end, I'll, I'll just kind of briefly mention some of them. But uh, what I want to talk about is the entire org. Um, and that means the two groups and or two organizations represented here on this call, uh, the Zen Blockchain Foundation and Horizon Labs, will transition to Agile. So this is something I've been thinking about for a while. It's something that I'll, I'll give uh, kudos and shout out to Zane, who is pushing from day one, probably even before he even joined the company. Um, so, you know, thanks to everyone for pushing on this. But really, uh, as I've learned more, uh, I've come to believe that this isn't going to be isn't going to solve all of our problems, guys. It's not going to be the panacea for everything, but it's definitely a step in the right direction, and we are going to step in that direction. As a matter of fact, we already have, and I'll talk more about that as we go. Um, but really, what do, I, what do I mean by all this? And I'll start with uh, saying that I've been spammed on Twitter recently, guys. And if whoever was spamming me is, is listening to this call, take note. I do listen, even if I don't respond um, all the time. But I've been, I've been spammed for basically the, the project taking too long to deliver things. Anything, really. Right, things in general. But the thing in particular this person was upset about was that we were talking about launching a Zenny token last year in December. Uh, we didn't. And then we were talking about launching it in Q1 this year. We didn't. And then, you know, we, we have plenty of good reasons, right? But good reasons don't always matter because you either deliver or you don't. The decision, and we talked about this on some other weekly insiders, was that we were actually just lessons learned in particular with Horizon Labs on ApeCoin and that launch was we know how to do it in a really powerful way, um, you know, in, in a powerful way, I mean, a regulatory compliant way and in a really effective way to do token launches because we did a pretty 
pretty awesome job with ApeCoin. Uh, we're thinking, why don't we do the same thing with Zenny? Right? Okay. So that's the reason, and I'm not giving that as an excuse here. Um, but you know, this is a U.S. Uh, entity, uh, ZBF, and Horizon Labs is also a U.S. entity. So we do need to think through these things a little bit. Um, and we transitioned to, to doing this kind of big launch and uh, an actual utility for it. Not just a meme coin, but uh, something that actually matters for incentivizing something really important um, for the ecosystem. Anyway, that, that said, um, there's more that we haven't delivered. All right, so I'm not just talking Sani. There's the SDK, and yes, there's an SDK that you can go and download and try to run, but it's not, it, it's a POC, it's not a, a production-ready product. Uh, and we don't have any sidechains running in production, guys. We have uh, some, actually a bunch of sidechains now on testnet. None of them run mainnet. Um, we don't have token mints live yet. It's on testnet, sure. Uh, and the whole platform is on testnet, all of the accompanying components. That was a big deal, but it's not on mainnet. Um, so we don't get to use that as an excuse. It's just not on mainnet, period. Uh, EVM, this Ethereum virtual machine, we haven't promised it yet, but uh, we did a POC, and that also is is not on on mainnet, right? So I'm not saying that we promised it to be on mainnet now, but still, we have some really big things in the hopper this year, and the reality is we don't have a great track record of actually delivering things into production. So that spam I was getting on Twitter was absolutely valid. I hear you doing quite a bit about it. Um, well, we were already doing stuff about it and quite a bit about it, but we're really going to accelerate that. Um, so let me say here, um, what is going to change? Well, see, sorry, guys, I'm going through my notes here, but just say we're, the way we do things needs to change. And this is what I mean by saying we're transitioning to agile. Um, and what, what it means in practice is uh, we... We already have a group of very smart, motivated people who are working their butts off. So this is not about getting the team and saying, guys, you're lazy, you're not doing your job, work harder, uh, or add more bodies to the team, by the way. That's something we've been doing and we've been hiring very aggressively across organizations. We need to work smarter, or at least just say we need to work differently, right? So we've been doing things in more of a sequential manner, or you can say like we have many teams doing different things in parallel. And once we actually get this delivery machine going, you're going to see more things being delivered in parallel. Uh, but we haven't really been able to prove that yet to you guys. So we want a culture of smart creatives, not just smart people. We have the smart people, and I have no doubt that they can be smart creatives. And by smart creatives, guys, if, if you want to reference a book called How Google Works, highly recommend it. That's what I'm having the leadership team and you know, soon to be the entire team is going to be deep diving on. I'm writing up notes myself. Um, but not that we want to be Google at all, but we want to be, you know, learn what we can from one of the world's most innovative companies, right? And not just them. There are many innovative companies in the world. And if we're not learning, that's our bad, right? We also want to bias fraction. So when I say we're doing this restructuring, reforming, it's also a cultural reprogramming. I want a bias for action. In, uh, you know, the military, in particular, the Navy, there's a saying called uno dear. So you just act unless otherwise directed. So you just take the initiative, you act, you do things that you know to be right, the right things to do. And you don't sit back and just wait for permission. You don't let bottlenecks, uh, you know, in the organization and approvals and other people that might have to do whatever type of check on whatever you're doing, stand in your way. You identify the bottleneck, you identify exactly what needs to be done to go past the bottleneck. And then you move past it if, if that bottleneck isn't removed in, in a timely manner. All right. Um, 
Hierarchies are for chumps, in my mind. And yes, we do have hierarchies here in the org, and we're going to continue having some hierarchies um, because sometimes they're needed. We need a strategy, we need focus, we need a unifying mission, teams need direction, but ultimately, we only want the type of hierarchy that is going to empower our people, not make our egos feel better, not make us feel better about who we are, not for whatever reason you can think of for hierarchies, other than to empower and support our people and our teams so that they can operate. Um, so anarchy is not empowering, guys, right? Uh, leadership is empowering if done right, and that's what we want to do here. Leaders should be mentors, leaders should be enablers of teams, but teams should be able to execute and operate on their own because the best ideas and innovations should be coming from the bottom up, not the top down. So the product team was formed from the very start, I can say, uh, with Agile in mind. Like when Zane started with the group, this is just the way he works and he pushed really hard to just have the teams that he was building operate in this way. And I can say I really like the results and the teams are operating very well, but I mean, we're, it takes some time sometimes to really turn a ship around that has its own inertia and also building on products that, you know, really we, we haven't taken the time to bring, not, not that we haven't taken the time, but we just haven't gotten them into a, like a production, um, you know, quality set yet. We will, we're going to. Engineering had already, you know, weeks ago has kicked off its own transformational process that Luca is, is managing. Uh, but Agile, Agile doesn't just apply to tech, it's an entire org thing. In our, and in our case, I would like it to be an entire ecosystem thing. Sounds kind of weird. I don't even know how that's going to operate yet. But, but what I mean there is I really want everyone participating. I want community participating. I, want, I don't just want our teams participating. I really want everyone on board with this. Um, so there are lots of reasons why we haven't been agile thus far. Guys, you can ex insert in any excuse you'd like, whether it was budget, chaos, other technical priorities that we were obsessing over. Lack of experience in the area, that's probably one contributing factor, inertia, you name it, it doesn't matter. Excuses really, really, um, you know, but like, like hierarchies are for chumps, so we, we don't get stuck on our own excuses. Um, but we are doing a lot about it, so we're restructuring right now, and, you know, in, in the Army, there's a saying that Army Rangers lead the way. Well, here, um, we're lucky that the product team already formed and is leading the way, and we're lucky that the engineering group is fast-following. But it's going to go beyond that. It's going to go to everything. You, you can think get every every function that we do as an org, including marketing, by the way, like everything, um, should be thinking in an agile framework. That's not to say that everyone will participate in an agile, you know, integrated team. But the way we do things should be chunked. It should be fast. It should be very, very, uh, you know, um, meaningfully directed. Now we're doing other things as as an ecosystem. So um, we are. You know, HCC, the Horizon Community Council, has launched. I actually need to update myself because I'm hands off on that one, as I think I should be. Um, but you guys should be hearing from HCC sooner than later. Um, so you can hear at least um, what they have in plans, plans for the ecosystem and community members to participate more. I can tell you Horizon Labs will be bringing in some key subject matter experts. We are going to bring in some agile experts and even just product management experts like people who are best in their fields from some of the best product companies in the world, who have built some of the best products in the world, we're going to bring people like that in, right? Like it's it's our bad if we don't bring in the best of the best wherever we can find them. Uh, and then we have a bunch of other key enabling products that are going live, guys. And yes, you can badger me on Twitter all day long over here on Discord if you want, uh, but things are going live into mainnet. So Token Mint is going live. It's going to mainnet. It's on testnet now. And there is a, a roadmap, a test plan and everything. Um, for that to go to mainnet soon. Uh, the EVM needs to get to the beta state and then on testnet ASAP. 
uh, and then mainnet. Uh, these are two enabling products or technologies that will now have other people be able to finally build things and do things with the ecosystem. So when we talk about enabling and empowering people, it doesn't get better than actually just providing the tools out there and letting people just go help themselves and do things themselves. Enablement and empowerment is not going to come from our team just handholding people, right? We need to release the products and technologies and you, you guys need to get to work. Yes, we will be here. We will be pushing. We'll be prodding. We'll be doing everything we possibly can to explode this ecosystem. But really, we need to get the tools out there and just really get out of your way. Uh, the treasury needs to be more diversified. We're already doing that. Right. With this next hard fork that you heard Angie mention, uh, which I think gets activated tomorrow, there are new community multi-sig addresses for the Treasury Fund, for the node, you know, secure nodes and super nodes and so forth. That is being dis uh, diversified away from just the foundation. So now you're going to have three organizations that are going to be at least uh, doing key management and not just the Zen Blockchain Foundation. Right. So we're moving. Uh, we're doing a legal review right now on how we're going to continue uh, decentralizing governance and so forth. Things are moving. I get the frustrations, guys. And, you know, we're not just going to give you excuses because I hate them myself. We're just going to keep moving and we're going to keep moving. We need your help and we're going to be getting better and better. Um, so I'll close here by saying you guys have been great indulging us for years in our vision, our dream and everything that's come to fruition thus far and everything that will come to fruition this year. Thank you, but I also hear you. And it's time that you actually see some results from the years that you've supported us. They are coming. So I'll stop here, guys. I want to hear, um, I, I don't know if Rosario or John, um, anyone on the product team, if you guys want to add anything else. Otherwise, I'd like to open it to Q&A. And I really want these Q&A sessions to be meaningful. I want the hard questions and I want us to you know, really make sure that we're interacting with you guys. So, okay, Rosario is uh, waving me off here. So I guess... Uh, no updates on her side. So why don't we open up the Q&A? Um, uh, John can provide the uh, product. It's, it's... Sure, okay, I can perfect. be really brief because I think, Rob, you hit most of the, uh, most of the points. So um, we have a ZK audit on testnet deploying some fixes to um, a couple of the components. With respect to the tokenization platform, we are on testnet with all the components. So that those are the wallet, the explorer, the sidechain, and are getting really close to testnet with the token generator. Uh, we've gone through a couple of rounds of testing internally with the team, going through a couple of rounds of fixes there, received preliminary audits for um, the wallet, the explorer, and are currently remediating some of the findings. Um, so we're really kind of getting geared down for release to public testnet and then have a rise to the mainnet release. And um, just a couple of other pieces here. The, we have a monitoring system. We want to monitor all the nodes for the sidechain, working on getting that into testnet as well. And then game chain continues uh, as we rebase blaze beta and deploy to, to testnet. So that's it for the product team updates. All right. Thank you so much, John, for reading that. Um, okay. So let's let's dive in into the questions. So let's see. The first one is. From a high-level view, what accomplishments and successes from the team not being given enough attention? Man, that's a really good one. Um, so, 
I'd say, okay, I'm just going to rattle some things off. And then, John, if you want to get back on here, because you guys are you're delivering a bunch. Um, and then, Angie, please chime in as well. Um, but I'll, I'll say, like, Zendu is a really big deal. And we've been saying it's a really big deal for a while. Um, take our word for it. But, you know, we need to also couple that take our word for it with actually delivering stuff on it. Um, but it is it goes towards the big vision and it's a real vision. It's a good vision of interoperability and compatibility across the industry. I'd say it's probably at this point one of the, the main reasons why Horizon should exist. Uh, we've learned a lot as this industry has evolved and we've learned that interoperability and compatibility are absolutely key. And we're really fortunate to have just you know years ago had our R&D steered in the right direction. And yeah, it took us a while to deliver the back end here. Um, but that's because it is actually innovative. Like it, it's it's meaningful, and you know, really, I I ask you guys here to take my word for it. But at the same time, like maybe I shouldn't because you should probably just wait for some things to actually be delivered on it. Now that said, there are some other really interesting things that we've done. Uh, I can say on the technology side, like zk audit is really interesting to be able to replay another blockchain like Bitcoin and to be able to snarkify the replay blockchain and then do stuff with it to perform functions on it like we're doing with celsius to be able to audit reserves without dis you know disclosing in those reserves it's technically uh really interesting and we'll see will this actually translate into a product that's very interesting for the ecosystem tbd right this is kind of a you know the way that we've been doing things over the years has been you know more from like start with the technology and figure out how to make it uh useful uh, that works when you're really small and maybe it doesn't even work. I don't know, but we've created some really interesting technology that now I think we're very well positioned to, you know, package into meaningful products. I think ZK audit might be one of them, but that's something that we really, uh, have talked about. We talked about it in the past, but maybe we don't give ourselves enough credit for it. Other things I'll say, like the product team has just been like a, a beast. Like they have different teams operating in two week sprints and every one of these two week sprints they deliver. You guys don't always see those deliveries because these are kind of um, chunked and they accumulate into something like Token Mint as a platform. Now, Token Mint as a platform has multiple pieces to it. Like there's a blockchain on the back end and you know, Powell and his team have done a fantastic job configuring the blockchain to actually include what DeFi Money Printer here is talking about with you know, pre-audited code for launching tokens. It'd be really cool. Victor has done a great job, uh, John, on managing that product. And I think it's doing pretty cool as it gets into production. Now it's purely MVP. Now, like it's going to require um, a sequence of other features to be added and things to make it increasingly useful. In particular, it's going to require interoperability across side chains. Uh, so that's another technology component that is just in design right now, and we need to really accelerate that to make um, these different things that we're doing, like token man, the EVM chain, to actually be powerful. They need to be able to transfer tokens between them. Uh, and then we've done a variety of other things like web wallet, um, explorers, um, like a lot of other, like Horizon Labs has just done a ton of work on the smart contracting side, really in advance of our own EVM product. Um, and I don't know, I, I don't want to ramble guys. So maybe I'll stop here. And John, if there's anything else you know, that you can, that just comes to mind on deliveries that maybe we're not taking credit for, uh, please chime in. Yeah, I can just add one extra thought. And it's not so much on deliveries, but really around kind of like strategically thinking about where we want to try to make a difference and spending a lot of time collaborating on that, on defining that strategy, um, and then really orienting everyone around that strategy, making sure everyone has a common understanding, really understands the why of what we're doing. Um, 
And yeah, we've just been spending a significant amount of time. I know have myself and I've had a lot of good conversations with folks um, over the past few weeks. So really kind of defining that, making sure everyone understands it and um, getting everyone focused on on the why uh, behind all the things that we're doing. You know, I think the why is such an important point, John, and this is actually, we, we haven't officially done it, maybe we'll do like an official intro, but uh, we have Jordan is the new head of strategy for Horizon Labs. I hear him listening to the call. I don't know if he's prepped to say anything, but uh, it just shows that now we're actually thinking about the why much more deeply and not just the why for Horizon. Like, let's just, we, we don't want to just run with inertia because that's what orgs often do. We really want to think deeply about what is Web3? What's the point of it? What are the actual advantages for it? And where do we think it's going to go? And position, you know, carve from that, you know, reasons for doing things. Like, what are the actual requirements that people might care about that are meaningful from this technology set? And then build products around that, really to specifically solve these problems in a big way. Not to just mimic, not just follow, even though it might look like we're just doing a mimicking strategy as an org, that's not true at all. We're catching up on some things like tokenization and the Ethereum virtual machine for smart contracting. But the rest of the team has really done what John just said and has taken a step back and thought very deeply about um, these big strategic questions. We're really happy to have you know phenomenal professionals like Jordan join the team as well. Awesome. The second question yeah. is, cool. could SENI um, could turn into a governance token related to HCC? Good. No reason not to. I mean, if HCC wants to adopt it in and run a DAO that uses it, that's totally doable. And I think kind of cool way to look at it. Uh, we're also looking at Zenny as an incentive mechanism for... Um, you know, some function, like one of the products that we're launching, we're thinking that Zenny might be a nice utility to incentivize people to use it. Um, so I'll just leave it at that. But yeah, I mean, it, like we're doing Zenny to be a really meaningful ecosystem token. Uh, it will also be our meme coin, guys. And not, it, it'll be a fun project, but we are designing utility into it. And I think thinking about HCC and governance with Zenny is kind of cool. Okay, and the third and final question is is also related to Seni. It says, since Seni will get utility, could that be a potential better investment than Sen? I mean, TBD. Uh, you know, there there are different um, token economics for how value accrues in these ecosystems. There's no clear answer. Like, there, this is actually a long-standing debate on Ethereum. Like, will will value accrue to ETH or will more value accrue to different tokens that perform different functions? I think they're all valuable. I have no idea because it really depends how we execute, roll them out and what the utilities are and what kind of market you know, needs they solve. We'll see. Uh, I, I think the, the way this is, is going to evolve will be, you know, Zen will be this kind of foundational anchor for the ecosystem. And then we're going to see a lot of other really important tokens that are launched that perform specific functions within the ecosystem. Like they're all important and we'll see how they evolve together. But great question. And no investment advice. Thank you, Vano. Maybe Dean okay. should have chimed in there. Or maybe Scott now. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Rob and John, for answering the questions as well for everybody and for contributing with them. So that's it. Thank you for joining us live here on our weekly insider. And I hope you have an excellent week. See you soon.